I'm, I'm, over, I'm overcoming. I'm overcoming this adversity. <laughs> you I'm have overcome. two by your wife, which means you got some other ones. I have one more. How old is that one more? He is turning two in December. Exceeding, excelling, and overcoming. I, I, I'm surviving it. I'm two years past. Well, you're not surviving it. It's I'm, something that you did. Oh, def- most definitely. But I'm still, I'm still, me and my man, me and my wife, we still rocking. Like I'm, I'm surviving. It's well, tough. She's, ex- she's overcoming. Oh, she definitely is. You obviously did something you weren't supposed to do. Come on, get. To I the think part. you need to learn how to exceed and excel as a husband. Damn. Tell me how you're exceeding excelling. As a husband? As a husband. I can use multiple examples. But for <laughs> one, I'll, I'll say one I most recently did. My wife, she didn't even realize I was doing it. One day, one day I just randomly sent her. I always send, my thing is blue hearts. Sent her a blue heart. Love you, babe. Good morning. Love my morning text. Boy. Next day, <laughs> love you, babe. Two hearts. Next day, love you, babe. I saw, I caught myself sending her just like three, Ah, shit. Let me see how long I could go on with this heart. Like every day, I'm gonna add an extra he heart. He was caught on the hot seat. I want to see how long. Like how, this, and this was this, this real talk. Like, little tactics, and I said, let me see if I could finish this thing throughout the year mm. into the new year. Right. Oh, long story short, I messed up. Right, <laughs> twenty one days. <laughs> I don't know about you. You having an unnatural allegiance to losers does not like you. Um, he said he messed up. I cannot. So first of all, you told me this video was old. It is. I, I saw it all. I saw it last year. Uh, so <laughs> he got he got ethered last year, and it's funny that it's popping back up, and he's gonna eat it again. This is probably just about to be your Valentine's Day for the next ten years, bro. Um. I don't know, like I don't, I don't know if you cheat on your wife, if you should be like, yeah, I'm, I'm overcome. <laughs> I'm over, bro. And it's dudes. I like, guess in theory you are overcoming because you temptation. was weak. Yeah, you know, I guess in theory, like he was. I think he was caught in. He was caught in hot seat. I'm definitely shooting bail right now. <laughs> Absolutely, that was horrible. That was and horrible. you know what? Sometimes this is why I believe or why I appreciate before I go on other podcasts. If they tell me like, hey, this is what we're going to talk about. There's like this thing of, yo, this is how I know a, a trash ass interviewer when I see one. It's like, y'all want to spring questions on you or I want to just have a raw conversation. I love when I go on podcasts and they don't have no outline. It's kind of like, all right, I can tell. <laughs> and, you know, but with him, I don't know if the host told him, hey, we want to talk about these things. But no, he- it, 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 it seemed a little ambushed e. It, it really did because there's no way he would have that answer if he would he was able to think out the question. Yeah, you can lie better than and that. And I'm not and I'm not gonna lie. I don't like I don't like when I don't like when interviewers do that. You know, like let mm. people know what you want to talk about. Like, don't spring. I, I mean, I, I don't care if it's like if it's not like pure journalism. Like, if your name isn't you know Dan Rather, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like, there should not be any like you know as Sarah Palin would call it, gotcha questions. I like I miss her. Yeah, like it's like just tell people what you want to talk about. And if someone says, "Okay, I want to talk about it," then now you could discuss and ask what you want. Mm-hmm. But if somebody's like, "Yeah, I don't want to touch on that," like don't don't just spring that shit up, especially infidelity because you're not just you're not you're not just embarrassing him. You're right. actually embarrassing anybody that knows who his wife is. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, you yeah. know, and I think that I think that you know, I I don't think that the interviewer 
gave a fuck about that, right? He just yeah. wanted his viral moment. I don't really respect that, to be honest. But I'm not going to do the pod wars thing. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at some pods that we, uh, you know, y'all know who y'all are. I was looking at y'all. Uh, I went on Social Blade, and I typed in their information. Ooh. Yo, I ain't saying that Social Blade and the Hype Auditor and all these websites is right. But when all of them said that y'all fraud, let, you let, might be fraud. Let me, let me go on Social Blade real quick and check so, out. Social Blade, well, let me tell you, Hype Auditor was cool because back in the day, what you could do is you could type in somebody's Instagram and it would tell you how many fake followers they had. It would tell you like what percentage of engagement. And so a lot of people don't understand like this is a social media thing that nobody care about, right? Besides people like me. Um, most accounts, the way Instagram works is, at least back in the day, they would show 10% of your audience yeah, like your stuff. Out of that ten percent, if a certain percentage of those people engage within a certain amount of time, then they will open up your stuff to like another percentage, and then another percentage, and they will just slow release your inform your post. Um, Social Blade, but you know, a lot of people what they were doing is they was buying likes, they was buying followers, they was doing all this shit, right? And so it was super cool to see. And then what you start realizing is like. Kim K, you know, 100 million followers, right? Only 2% of her audience yeah. sees her stuff. It's not because her followers are fake. Um, it's just because of the way the Instagram, just the way the algorithm works. So um, I used to have a ball because I used to be a marketing manager. So some of our stuff was like, yo, figure out if these influencers are real fake or fake. I give you a great example. Our girl. So Mike, and we're going to get to recap the last podcast, but Mike, Put me in an awkward position because we was talking about uh, poor minds and Tabitha <laughs> and Mike said, I bet you can't make 10 minutes. And I said, you know what? I hate when Mike give me a challenge. I am going back to listen to 10 minutes of the shit. Um, the first two minutes was the intro. Cut that out. So I only got eight minutes to make. Yeah, I got to minute seven and I turned it off and I said, I am done. Um, but. You know, one of my favorite parts, and we could touch on Tabitha later, but one of my favorite parts was I went on her page because I figured I wanted to know yeah, yeah, yeah. how did you end up on Poor Minds? And what I love about it is, you know, and I love it with the Atlanta people, her follower was fake. Oh. So you have a person who has this idea, but they have to create this narrative about themselves and say, yo, let me look bigger than what I am. And so I'm looking at her follower was fake. And, yeah. You know, the engagement fluctuates so i'm like something ain't right about her stuff but then you know i realized what it was but on social blade you could type in people's youtubes twitches and you could just see what's up and based off the grade they give you they'll let you know like yo if you should do business with this gotcha. brand so to be fair we have a b plus um which is pretty good for an account that's you know we working on our second monetization we don't have you know we don't even have a thousand subscribers yeah yet. so it's interesting to see that but yeah man if you want to know some of your favorite influences is fake go on hype auditor social blade there's some other ones out there um you will be shocked i'm gonna check it out i'm gonna check it out yeah man but i typed in some other people's yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> but i mean we just totally hopped off of topic talking about pod war anyway young man i tried to shoot some bail um uh, but I, I do not like when pods ambush people like don't don't do that to go viral man internet's forever don't do that well i think i don't know if he did it to go viral i definitely know that once he got done he said oh i got a viral clip yeah i mean but it, it was like you could look at his face it, it was a little bit like you know did you really just say that yeah did you really just say that well, you and know, it's like yo you asked the question 
<laughs> Bro, like you asked the question. Sometimes they come on these podcasts saying some dumb shit. And it's like, yeah. Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, my whole thing is like, yo, give people a heads up of what, of what you're going to discuss. Like, if I if I'm going to talk to anybody, I'm like, yo, this is the this is the subject line today. Now, if you if you hop off of that and go down your own rabbit hole, true, that's on you. That's on you. But but if I but I'm gonna, I'm going to give you like, yo, this is what we're talking about today. That's fair, man. Y'all, I want to welcome everybody to the Black Dads Club. I am your host, Gavin, aka Coke, aka whatever. This is my 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 host. He runs the show. This is Pastor Mike Will. I am here to announce. This is officially the last episode, episode one twenty nine, where I will stop telling people that Mike isn't a real pastor. <laughs> I see what it does to the internet, and I am full force on letting people believe that Mike is a pastor. So I will not be stating that fact after today. Oh man, I I, I actually love it. It's, it's actually pretty funny. It be it be kicking y'all ass in the comment. Oh, we did not make it. Oh, we made it eight minutes. Yeah, there we there go. we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it be kicking y'all ass in the comments. It's <laughs> amazing to watch, to see, to deal with. Um, and then people hit me up all the time and be like, "Yo, he a pastor? How can you know what he is? Y'all good? Y'all <laughs> good? How to use that language? How he acting like this, bro? Like y'all don't like y'all pastors a little rough." My sister hit me up and said a, a pastor hit her up, wanted to take her out. I was like, bro. Did she go out? Nah, she ain't going out with that nigga. Why she ain't going to go out with him? Um, I don't know. Would you go out? Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. Hey, man. Look. Especially because, like. We got to find companionship the older we get, man. <laughs> and then, you know, it gets weird because. And I, and I understand it's not fair. Yo, sometimes you hope. Pastors, pastors, kids to a higher standard than than regular folks, and it gets tough. Man. That now, I mean, now that part is true. But hey, man, I do. I don't seen some of the biggest thoughts in the world oh, um, settle down with pastors, man. Oh. So yeah, 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 yeah. Or become pastors. Or yeah, I about to say become yeah, pastors. Uh, yeah, or become pastors. So nah, yeah. go ahead, yeah, tell her to go for it, man. She not going out. Just go this, for dude. that. She definitely not. Plus, you know, <laughs> never mind. Some of y'all pastors, y'all be off y'all rocker. And you know Most of these pastors are are, are, are simps Facts Most of them are simps and, <laughs> Well I mean Because they've lost All male leadership In the churches mm. So now they have to simp To keep the women From coming Because if the women Don't come You, you, you screwed Because the men Aren't coming back Nah Yeah I mean You know dudes Visit church But like like This ideal of like You know men Actually coming in And help build up the, and, and I and I hated I was having a conversation With somebody I was like Part of the problem was Is that when we had Strong black churches that's where all your black male leadership was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like you could go to church and you'd have a plumber in that church. You'd have a bank president in that church. Mm-hmm. You'd have electrician. Like, that was the one place where everybody would come to. Because, like, you don't even get that in the barbershop sometimes. Because depending mm-hmm. on where the barbershop is, right, might be a barbershop, nothing but bankers. Might be a barbershop, nothing but hustlers, mm-hmm. right? You normally don't get that intermixing in barbershops. But the churches was one place that everybody would come to. And that was an opportunity for us in the black community to try to make the changes that we needed to make, but we let we let we let supremacy, you know, divide us apart, right? You know, uh the Baptists not messing with AMEs, you know, um Pentecostal one is not messing with Pentecostal Trinitarian. This is the thing, it's like, yo, you didn't have to share dogma, but we definitely should have been participating and getting to know one another and networking and building businesses and you know, having a type of elections that we needed to have. And then, you know the saddest part about me about black churches, um in all in all, the community, kind of what you're getting to, the community was the one thing that did bring us together to make all these churches say, yo, we got to work together. Yeah. And, you know, even within your own church, right, you start noticing that, oh, we don't care about the community anymore. And yep. it's like, 
yo, we we got to this thing and you you witness it a lot, especially I went to a Christian school. So I saw it from the opposite side um, and I went to an all white Christian school. Let me put it like that. Um, they do a great job of separate separating from the community. It's like and but they mask it under. Oh, we don't want to get involved with uh, secular yeah. lifestyles. Right. And but what happens is you take yourself out of the community. Now, the community leaders like I thought it was super cool. Um, I went to first Amy um, in Uptown. Right. Yeah. And Ben Crump was there. He did a whole speech like he came in there to talk about everything about Black Lives Matter, about getting a D.A. Like the D.A. He wanted to get the D.A. in office. And he was like, look, and he was going in and it was a beautiful thing to see. But I'm like, I know some churches where Ben Crump wouldn't be able to go in and speak. Yeah. Black churches. Yeah. And and it's like that. But the black church was the one place where all black people went to. And sadly, it's not that way anymore. Yeah. All black people don't go to church. So it's like, okay, how do you find, you know, all black people now? Right. Yeah. You know, Democrats, they flub this every year. Right. They think that they know what black people think because they engage with a few people that look like black people. Charlamagne. Yeah. Bro, they, they call no names. They were firing Charlemagne up this <laughs> They week. should have. But you know, it, but it's like where where do all black people coalesce, right? They think it's the barbershops. Well, you mm-hmm. know, look at my head. Like I don't go to the barbershop. Right. So it's like now that we don't have churches, where is that? And I think I think some of the pushback is I think it's the pod I think it's the podcasting world. Mm. Not just like our pod, but when you look at like where if you want to get a, a huge collection of black people now, yeah. it is in podcasting. And as black podcasters, even the ones that I disagree with, if we don't learn how to leverage that, mm-hmm. then somebody's going to come in and take it over. Facts. Period. Point blank. Point blank. I want to welcome everybody to episode 129. We are moving. Ryan did tell me yesterday. He said once we get to a certain point, he was like, I hope you and Mike know y'all going to go to two a week. And I was like, God dang. And he was like, yeah, once y'all get to a certain point, like he was like, this one a week, he's like, you can knock that out on the ride home from work. Yeah. He was like, so I hope y'all know that. But I'm like, all right, man, we'll figure it we'll, out. We'll, we'll get there. Let, let, let us get to, I don't know, maybe maybe 200. We got to get yeah. our monetization up. Yeah, we, we got to get the money. We, when we figure out monetization up, y'all will get sick of us. Y'all will be like. <laughs> get these niggas off the, off the screen. Um, Speaking of podcasts, Nori. Nori, Nori, Nori. Man, I love Drink Champs, man. I don't I, listen to it the way I should, though. I loved Drink Champs. Um, That's what I meant to say. I loved, like, <laughs> not love, act, active love. <laughs> you know, Drink Champs was one of my favorite podcasts starting out. Um, I got some of my favorite interviews out of there. Whether, yes. whether it was 50 Cent up there, whether it was Fat Joe, you know, Fat Joe being one of the first interviews is beautiful because he told crazy stories that we never would have gotten yes um whether it was um who else was on there irv Gotti on there um really good really good uh, um what was what, what's uh, what's um what's the black guy name who uh locked the akon that one was really oh yeah good. yeah yeah akon was on there i mean the fact that you had um you have irv Gotti sitting there and then Wyclef pops in just a surprise irv Gotti, and they just talk about how they secretly competed with each other yeah to go diamond. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And Irv Gotti was like, yo, we got diamond just to realize why Clef sold 25 million. <laughs> like that's so, such yeah. a crazy thing to have Pusha T there. And I want to say it was Pusha T, excuse me. Um, and have Nipsey to call in just to sing praise to Pusha T was like just beautiful. Um, and then, you know, them saying, hey, Nipsey, we got to get you on here. And unfortunately, we know what happens. Yeah. But like, it, you know, here the Osley brothers going there. Like it's crazy. Um, 
to see what it's, you know, the beautiful thing about the old drink champs was, hey, you come in. We ask you all these questions. We give you a little liquor. Yeah. And your liquid courage will take over and you start spilling stuff, yep. right? And now it's a come in sloshed, leave, you know, <laughs> unhealthy and ruin the rest of your life. You know, um, Kodak Black going up there being so much on drugs um, and then he leaves, gets arrested, you know, not that day, but, yeah. you know, his P.O. and people start looking into him now is like, yo, you know, we know what's going on with Kodak. It's sad to see to see Kanye go in there and say just off the wall stuff. Um, and for clicks, you know, it gets posted. Um, and if you haven't seen and we're going to get to Benzino. That was such a. I think I immediately texted you and was like, "Yo, why, why, why this out?" Yeah, Ben Benzino. You know, I mean, I, I, on one hand, Benzino. I mean, we we talked about this. I think he could have been one of the most powerful men in black media. You think so? I no, I mean, dude, it, they, <laughs> nothing was more powerful during than the source during the nineties, right? Like rappers. All rappers wanted was their five mics, right? Yeah, yeah. All people wanted to do is be freshman of the year, right? Like, yo, if I'm a up, if I'm an upcoming rapper, I forget what they call the section, um, uh, next up or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yo, if I'm in next up, then by next year I can have an album done and try to compete for you know five mics. Like, dude, dude, that was it. That era. If you got three and a half mics on your album, mm -hmm. you were not selling. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> you Doing were that. not selling. So to have that kind of impact and influence in hip hop, and this is during the time frame the hip hop is on the ascension. Yeah, yeah. So Benzino could have like what you see with like Vlad TV that mm -hmm. could have been the source, right? Yeah. What you see with like podcasting in general, that could have been the source. Like the source could have twenty channels right now. So he kind of yeah. screwed it up, and you were kind of like, "Yo, how do you mess that up?" Well, you don't grow. You don't grow. You know, as we said in group chat, right? You get blockbuster. Yeah, but. If you to the clips we're gonna play today, it kind of explains his life, how that happens, right? Like Benzino, emotional control, I guess, right? This dude is the most emotional roller coaster I've seen in a minute. Um, hold on, what we want? Let's start with let's start with with this clip. Hold on, I should have had this already pulled up, but you know me. For what? Uh, oh, here we go. All right. I guess I got. I should turn the phone up. Because white people was fucking with us with hip hop. Man, let's skip all this part. Being aggressive with my nigga, with my nigga's girl, and he disappointed me when we went on stacks and 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 who's and Matt Barnes's interview and started, bro, 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 with a camera, bro, you you getting aggressive with my nigga's girl. Mm. That's my nigga's girl. He don't got shit. He hustling. In the, in the streets, you got millions of dollars, and you you ain't supposed to be in a, you from L.A. and you in another nigga city trying to get aggressive with a hood niggas girl. That's not smart, bro. Somebody should have told you when you go in another city. These athletes, let me excuse these athletes, these NBA and NFL athletes. When you go in another city, relax, bro. Understand who you fucking. Some of these niggas, one of my nigga Mel McNeil ran up on Lloyd Malloy and his mother pulled that shit out because he was fucking his baby mother. We don't play that shit, Movon. That is snitching, by the way. Like, but Zeno, you gotta relax. <laughs> I do. I think he's already locked up. But I mean, God, leave. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know, I'm anti name drop. Like, bro. Like, jeez. And you giving two names. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it sound like the last name was a full name. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, without the football player. They had the form of safety for the Patriots. So so what he's talking about, he's talking about Paul Pierce, who we all know Paul Pierce got stabbed, and we really never knew why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So basically hollering at, you know, some hustler's girl. Some hood dude. You know, this brings me back to last week, how we ended the podcast about Vinyl, um, which is a a club in a neighborhood in uh, Charlotte, and how a dude was taking a shorty out. And some dude, her man rode up and killed both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told you, I'm like, yo, you got to be careful. And I mean. Don't ever crash out over a woman, though. Like, if, if you crashing out over a woman, you are too emotional, bro. All right, so are you talking about the dude who stabbed Paul Pierce? Yeah, the dude who okay. stabbed Paul got Pierce. You, got yeah, you, yeah, got yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, obviously, you should probably leave me and women alone, right? But the, <laughs> <laughs> that, too. But, I mean, these guys are athletes. They're in cities. If you think for one second that, you know, the baddie that's coming into the section of an NBA player is saying, hey, you know I got a boyfriend, like, that's not happening. And he a dope dealer. Nobody's asking that question. Nobody <laughs> is providing that answer, okay? So the idea, again, of crashing out, right? I, I, I can see crashing out over disrespect. Like, yo, hey, Sweetie, get out of that section, right? And then you be like, nah, bro, she with me. All right, now you probably get to the point where it's like, all right, what's going on, right? <laughs> but, you know, you know, but outside of that, like the idea of like, yo, let me school you, like it's, Benzino is older than me, right? Facts. I would never, I would never be like, yo, guys, you know, let me put you on, like, it's, it, it's kind of, it's kind of providing context like, yo, he still thinks it's the 90s. Well, he do. It is not. This is why I'm alone. trying to tell y'all. I don't think Blazino would have been who. We, well, I don't think. No, he had I, the no. I think. His, I think the organization. Him as the <laughs> CEO. That it wasn't going to happen because yeah. obviously, right? Because this is doing the nineties. Because Paul Pierce got stabbed. That was like late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Right. And he's running a major, you know, corporation. And you think this is cool? Like, hey. I, I give Jay Z this when he started become you know for him to become president of Def Jam Island. By damn dad, he was just like, hey, all the streets, all the street stuff got to go. Well, yeah, but you know, this is my problem. I agree. I think we both kind of agree with Benzino on the fact of he's not lying. No, a problem, he's not. A problem with these kids nowadays. A problem with, and it's not even the kids. It's like the kids up. The kids just put it on the internet. Y'all be fooling around with hood dudes thinking that they don't got nothing to lose. And they are willing to risk 30 seconds of their life to ruin another 30 years. Exactly. And what happens is a lot of y'all mess around with dudes, you know, and I I, I, I want to interview you, Ice, and I'm going to bring this up. Ice is a, one of the members on the Joe Budden podcast. And, he, you know, they were talking about relationships. And he said, yeah, I had a segment in my life where I only mess with married women because my girl hurt me. And I remember hearing that, and he went over that shit so quick, and nobody didn't say, pump the brakes. Yeah. Let's talk about that. You know, one of my favorite 50 50 Cent interviews is, yo, um, sometimes you got to realize that somebody is willing to go farther than you, and they willing to die behind the beef, the joke that you tell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. You definitely need to understand decorum and reading the room. In the streets. Yeah. <laughs> so, and definitely reading the streets. But, you know, and, and, and here's the thing, right? I'm not, as as a guy, I'm not going to be a hypocrite, right? I have definitely boinked somebody else's girl, all right? Mm-hmm. You know, so that happens, right? But, you know, if it becomes habit forming, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. You got to look at yourself. And not only should you look at yourself, like it also makes it, it makes it hard for you to settle down because you think that this is how all women are, mm-hmm. right? So you get to the point where you be like, yo, I don't, I don't trust women, 
right? Yeah, like yeah. I see a lot. I see a lot of guys be like, "Yo, I don't, I don't trust women." And will you actually like pull back the layers? Is because they keep they, <laughs> they keep cheating on the women that they with, and they keep messing with women that cheat. So then they have this expectation. Well, this is all women. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, that's not all women, bro. It's the women that you are selecting. So to you said ice point, right? Mm-hmm. When he's just messing with married women, yo, it's easy to think that all married women cheat, and I, yeah. yeah, all married women don't cheat. But back to my point about Benzino, do not ever crash out over a woman, man. Yeah, facts. Do not ever crash out. Like, I, like even if it's your wife, bro, like, do not ruin the rest of your life because you you feel away right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Y'all better leave. And um, on the opposite of that, y'all better leave these hood niggas alone. They willing, to, they, they willing to go there. Well, I mean, most of these guys been locked up before. Like, it's not – once you get used to prison <laughs> – I dated a girl. Her brother was in and out of prison, and he is probably in prison right now. <laughs> And I dated her when I was 19. Like, this, this dude spent more time in jail than out of jail. Yeah. Right? So, it's like, once they get used to it, they're like, yeah, you don't want to interact with somebody like that because what do they care about getting locked up? And, Paul Pierce, if you got stabbed, that nigga told you to leave his girl alone. Because he could have easily shot you from a distance. He he got up close and personal to let you know well, I mean, what time it is. It was words back and forth. But, you know, yeah, yeah like, if, if, I'm, if I was ever at a, at a table and there was a young lady there and a guy was like, yo... You know, this is his chick. And I'm like, yo, Bye. yeah, have a, have a good day. Yeah. There's too many women in the club for me to be getting upset over one chick. Or like, you thinking hey, you the NBA superstar? <laughs> Girl, you, you knew your man was here. I make too much. I, I make too much money to be getting involved into an altercation. And now you stabbed over a bird. And now you stabbed up. Yeah. And then you got to go snitch, which I ain't. Well, I, mean, I don't even think that's snitching. I mean, you know, he Paul, Pier- Paul, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is a citizen. You go in court and, and you go to court and you tell. <laughs> On them motherfuckers. See, here's the thing. Okay, he is a citizen. <laughs> yeah. But don't play hood games and then don't want to play the hood game later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, That's your problem right there. Well, That's no, why no. a lot of you niggas get <laughs> stabbed, shot, and killed because you want to play in the streets half the time. Well, no, yeah. I mean, you play in the streets, it's in the streets. But yeah. no, if you're a citizen, no, you take you take your ass to the police and you take your ass to court. Facts. Yeah, don't mm. do not do that to yourself. Hey, man. <laughs> um, but Benzino got better. And I'm, I'm a machine gun Kelly. Fuck Eminem, bro. <laughs> so, so which one? Fuck Eminem, so bro. Neither fuck, fuck both of them, bro. <laughs> Fucking Cassidy will kill Eminem in a battle rap, bro. Okay, you talking all that Eminem shit? I love it. Everybody, hold on. I love it. Come on, man. My daughter came into the industry figuring that hey, I gotta be cool with Eminem because everybody's against my dad. Right? You think this shit is fucking cool? Oh man, Ooh. we're failing as a people. Oh, now you try blaming yeah, them. Yeah, that you failing as a people. Like, uh, fuck out of here. Um, Being Zeno, you failed, bro. Well, I, I mean, he definitely needs to look back at himself and look at again, right? Dude, you had you had the largest hip hop magazine in the world during the ascension of hip hop, right? But if you crashing out over women. Um, yeah, like the whole Eminem fight thing, like y'all, y'all, both of y'all are in y'all late forties and early fifties. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you still fighting? Well, Eminem always said, "Yo, it's it's always gonna be up for you." You I, didn't give me that mic. Yeah, I mean, dude, let M should let it go because M is running to his damn fifties. <laughs> nah, but M keeping it on rap. Like, I I'm not mad yeah. at M. Yo, you came out and you said you gonna kill my seven year old daughter. You've came out and said that uh, you releasing tapes. Trying to make me look racist. You you tried your best when I'm trying to grow to ruin my career. You talked about my kid. You talked about my mom. You talked about my lifestyle. And you try to ruin my livelihood. No, it is up. 
You know what? That's fair. You can't. That's and fair. that's the problem, man. And then here's the thing. It ain't like I'm getting you touched. I'm just talking about rap. We rap. And I'm just making, throwing little jabs in here. The problem is with Benzino is your career was over because you went to a white man who started a source. You tried to help them get it off the ground. You did. You took it to its height. But your ego ruined the source as well. Well, let's keep it real. Yeah, and, 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 and again, I think that goes to like men not being able to keep their emotions in check. Clearly, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I think that I think that's the lesson that we need to take from here is because take somebody like Benzino that has been he's been in every room that dudes ever want to be in Facts. at some point in his life, right? Some, so yes, so the fact that he was never able to take that up, you know. I know you said ego, but I think sometimes like we got to look at it. It's like it's more than just ego, right? It, it is we're too fucking emotional, mm. right? We're not mm-hmm. masculine enough. We're not we're not really controlling our emotions enough. Like there's plenty of times where something makes me feel a certain type of way, and I have to say to myself, like, man, I can't can't react or respond in that manner, right? Facts. I have That's to true. use logic. I have to use reason, and I think Benzino is a good example of doing things your way. Maybe even Dame Dash too, right? Mm-hmm. When you're doing things your way versus doing things the way that it takes to get things done, Monique. You know, we get there. Later. Well, we get there, right? But <laughs> but I, but I think I think it's something to be said for people that understand how to get things done, right? That so Monique Tyler Perry, right? Mm-hmm. Very similar, you know, starts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying when it well, comes Monique to Monique and Steve Harvey. Yeah, Monique that's and Steve a, Harvey. That's even better yeah, comparison. yeah, like very, very similar starts. Very, mm-hmm. very similar. You know, ascensions. Right. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? And I think I think it's hard sometimes, especially as men, because it's like the man thing is I'm gonna do what I want to do, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, what does that win look like? What does it take to get the win? Facts. Um, I we can go here, go quick. Um, if you was Nori, would you have put that interview out? I mean, if you pine, bro, absolutely. You, 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 I mean, you, you kind of have to, you know what I'm yeah. saying, if you pine. But I think you got to try. You got to kind of know it beforehand, though. Like, I, we don't, we do not have guests. We're probably going to do guests at some point, whether it is online or in person. Come on, y'all. But but, but one of the things that, that I really don't I, don't, I don't ever want to, like, set folks up, right? Mm. And, and I, I, don't, I don't think Nori set Benzino up, but I think Benzino... <laughs> We got him. He fell for it. I think he fell for the okie doke, man. Like you know that the Eminem thing is coming up, and I get it. He's like, "Yo, why do we got to keep talking about it?" Mm-hmm. You know, so he has a valid, valid point. But you, you got to say beforehand, like, "Nori, don't even bring up the M shit, bro." Yeah, and you know what it is. Uh, well, I mean, you got to bring up him. Dude, I don't care if like dude, if Benzino, twenty years later. I man. know, but uh, that's the biggest part of Benzino's career. Like, I mean, you. You got like think. even a whole rap song, but it's like you know he was like, "Yo, yeah. I got him." And he was he was so excited, like, "Dude, right, real talk, man." They like Benzino, like it, I forgot that he had done, he said and done all those things to try to ruin M's career. But just be like, "Yo, man, I was wrong," and move on for that shit, man. Well, maybe, but you know what you you talking about? You Benzino, you beefing with because it didn't hurt him. It didn't, but I mean, I can't say it didn't hurt him. I can't say that. We could say that. We'd be like, oh, you was the biggest rapper. You sold 75 million records. Commercially, I'm saying it didn't hurt him. Yeah, Emotionally, yeah. personally, I don't know. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, well, I imagine if y'all talking about it 20 years later, but I look at it like, yo, you you beefing with M, Dre, Snoop, Jimmy Iovine, 50 Cent coming right behind it. You beefing with a lot of people. That's too many big enemies. That man. is too many and for you to be you. <laughs> That's too many because big Because we all knew the magazines was going out of style. Well, that was see that's and, the problem. So he you, got blockbuster because at one point in time, him being him, 
he was the person that moved the needle. Right, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I never forget, you know, Outkast, my favorite, you know, rap mm-hmm. group. You know, they said, you know, I got to get my other half of Mike. Yeah, and like in one of the, one of the one one of the best interviews has been, you know, talking about Outkast, and he was like, yeah. I was the only person that said that their first album shouldn't get five mics. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm the reason why I got four and a half mics, right? So at, at one, I, I could get how you could become that foolhardy and think that like, yo, yeah. I'm that powerful. But again, as men, can you check your emotions, right? Like it's like the story of uh, I think it's Julius Caesar, right? Where he's walking through Rome and they say like he had someone that would always follow him and just tell, just whisper in his ear, "You're just a man." Right, because mm. he's not being treated like a man. Everywhere mm-hmm. he goes, he's been treated like a god. Mm-hmm. Right, so he has somebody that, that that's their job. You're just a man, and it's like as men, you know, when we do blow up, right? Black dads do blow up, and we got access Facts. to the top third of men, right? You know what I'm saying? Can we keep our emotions in check and make sure that we understand it? Like, yo, while you might have a sphere of influence, yo, you you you're just a man. You're 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 just as susceptible to a mistake as anybody else on the planet. Absolutely, even more so because you might have more access. Um, you know, one of the cool parts about me is I have we got this podcast space, right? Outside of us using it, people can rent it, right? Yeah. Um, when we do blow up, that is done, <laughs> by the way. I'm gonna let y'all know that now. Kevin Kevin that already stunned on y'all. Absolutely. It is done. It is cooked. <laughs> um, but part of that is people get to leave reviews. I have 150 reviews online. I think I have four or five, maybe. It, some uh, non five star reviews. The rest, the hundred and forty five of them, is five star reviews. Um, I do have a one star review on there, and you know it make you mad. <laughs> it makes you upset um, because sometimes people lie. Sometimes people do not lie. They tell the truth, but they don't reach back out to say, "Hey, can can you fix this for me?" The hardest thing is when you get a bad review and it's like, "Damn, you've had my number, you have my email, you have my message." Why didn't you reach out for assistance? Well, I personally has never, and I have security cameras in my studio. I've never pulled security footage and said, you know what, bro? Let me send this to the authorities. Now, I've taken pictures and sent it to Peer Space, but that's a different <laughs> thing. Um, but there was an Airbnb chick. So I, I say all that to say, I understand how upset you can be about one-star reviews or two-star reviews. Um, there was this company, they gave a, this chick i'm assuming she's a woman let me take that back there was this uh family had an airbnb they kicked the guest out because he had a party um they had all these restrictions on a home the person broke all the restrictions they did allow this person to stay one extra night because it was too late for them to go find a hotel they kicked him out the next day um the person left they left a one-star review on um the home the homeowner gets back to the crib, sees this left it as a mess, submits everything to Airbnb. Airbnb prints out this $950 bill, gives it to the person. The person is refusing to pay. And what does the Airbnb host do? <laughs> Sends this dude's wife pictures of him cheating. Um, oh. Fair or foul? Yeah, you know what? I mean, after you, after you explained that, you know, like they not paying the 950 and all this stuff. So someone who would not do all that, it doesn't surprise me that that's the type of person that's cheating. And I'm not I'm not being a moralist here. Like there's there's a hundred reasons to cheat that I think are valid. Uh, <laughs> God damn. And there's I mean there's a hundred reasons to not cheat, right? I'm not one of these people to get upset about cheating. Okay. But sending sending it to the wife, uh, that was foul. That was foul. You, you you can't you can't do that because that is going to kill your business in Airbnbs. Oh yeah. Well, first of all, you're never gonna be able to host again. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't do that. You, uh, if anything, you got to send it to the person. A mystery email because they signed it with some BS email. You got to send it to the person. You know where that's coming from. Like the moment my wife showed me that that picture, I'm like, that's that the fucking Airbnb host. Here's the thing: (laughs) if you do piss off the Airbnb, if you're gonna break rules at an Airbnb, you do have to understand there is cameras on the outside of that home. Staying at Airbnb in 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 the United States right now is a waste of time. Like I, it is. You you couldn't. It's hotels are so much easier. Hotels that eat, yeah, you can't cheat at Airbnb. Like that's what I wanted to get to. You can't cheat at Airbnb. You got to go to a hotel. You got to go to a hotel. You got to go to a hotel. But yeah, that, the host sending his wife photographs of him cheating. But again, a dude, a dude who would cheat at an Airbnb and throw a party and leave <laughs> a mess and not pay a fee. Yeah, I expect that person to cheat. He, I don't think he has a good re- reason to cheat. Nor did the first guy have a good reason to cheat. Yeah, y'all, y'all got bad reasons. And, and I said a hundred. It's probably not a hundred reasons to cheat. It's probably just like two or three. I was really. I ain't got ass in a week. That's the reason to cheat. No, not not a week. Two. Weeks. But no, no. Like, dude, I'm talk, dude, I had read. Shit, I think we're going to reading the one thing. But I, I had a reading. Like, this dude was like, he, um, the last two years of his marriage, him and his wife slept together twice. Like bro that's not cheating Like if you go and sleep around That ain't cheating bro Twice in two years man Like no that, I mean that's not cheating at that point <laughs> So oh So last night we was um, I can't say why But just congratulations to Ryan I can't yeah. say why until But congratulations to Ryan um, Big homie he's mad cool um, But we was at his crib yesterday And we were talking about How much time does your girl get Like she goes to jail for this amount of time Before you cheat <laughs> And well, it, she's in jail. I don't think it's again. So again, one of the things is not cheating. If your significant other is in prison for an extended period of time, that is not cheating. So how long? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Your girl go to jail for three months. You can't. You. I can hold out for three months. Six. Uh she gonna have to give me like pass. <laughs> but like, I, like I'm not gonna be like you know just out here with a bunch of chicks, right? I'm gonna be like, yeah. yo, do I have permission to like you know get some companionship? Yes. During this time frame <laughs> No you know Six months No you know Six months I, I'll get massages No I, I can make it six months Yeah I can make is, it Is massages months. cheating? I don't think so In I mean theory, You talking about If you getting jerked off Or I, you smashing at them I, No KK, it, Smashing your masseuse Would definitely be cheating But like, like You just get a good rub in Man I need to be rubbed <laughs> Run run out Alright I don't th- Okay so Six <laughs> months Six months we just gonna go We just gonna have a, a, a masseuse Like I look at it like this 18 months though That's not cheating that's not cheap. Like, babe, it's 18 months. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'd be looking at my girl like, I, I think I told her that. I'm like, yo, if I'm gone for at least, if I'm gone for more than two years, you got to do your thing, but he can't be there when I get back. Yeah, he can't be there when I get back. And I don't want to know nothing about it. And don't be disrespectful. You, yeah, you. my family can't find out. Like, you got to just do your thing. You know what I'm saying? But she was like, oh, I think I can hold out for 10 years. I was like, well, you're just stupid if you do that. <laughs> she's, just, she's really just being nice to you. She's, yeah. yeah, in she, front of company. Yeah, she dropped that in group chat. I was like, girl, guess, guess what I said. It's been 10 days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, nah, not 10 days, man. Your, yeah. your wife better than that. Yeah, because, I mean, if you go to jail for 10 days, that's just weekend jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you cheated 10 days, like, you... Like yeah, come on, you just me. nasty. Yeah. You just a horny. I was, horny I was a nasty. Definitely, you definitely have no dick discipline or pussy, pussy management. Dis- oh, pussy man, yeah, yeah. You definitely don't have that. Ten days, ten oh. days. Um, speaking of pussy management, <laughs> <laughs> a mom is. Uh, oh, I did not know we were gonna segue into that. You going to jail, sis? Yeah. Um, yeah, she, I, she, she's already in jail. She got locked up today. Um, twenty four clients came in to get waxed. Um, this woman took pictures of that, and I'm not mad at that. 
A lot of you estheticians, a lot of you waxers do videos. I think it's hilarious. I think it's not necessary, but I get it because you do need to show your work because I don't need no ingrown hair if I'm getting waxed. I get it, right? Um, so I get the work. I get you got to show it. But to have your five-year-old in the room yeah, that, that's disgusting. That is that is, that is predatory uh, behavior. You so we disagreed last week, but this is, to me, this is predatory behavior. Why is your, why is your kid in there? In the you waxes? losing, because let me tell you the other thing. You understood that it was predatory and weird for your sons to be in there because you didn't have your sons in there because she has two other she has two other sons. They wasn't in there. Your four year old daughter started waxing with you and you thought it was so cool. This is how I know her baby daddy is a loser. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, you, I, she she has what? Three kids. Three how many kids. baby daddies you think she has? Uh, four. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's trash behavior, man. It's indefensible, um, bro. And And here's the thing. Um, and this is why men need to really, really be careful where you put your seed at, please. bro. Like that, Let's like it's shit, it. it, it's shit like this where you really gotta protect the all spark, man. Like I, I could not imagine having a baby with a woman that is this, you know, stupid. Yeah, because let me tell you, um, for you to, for you to photograph and think it's okay. To put on in that you have ran this by your friends, you've ran this by your man. If oh yeah, if you somebody, take a, if you take a picture of throwing it, up, oh it it was it was a lot of people that probably was applauding it. Oh, absolutely, it, absolutely, because you did that. And then let me tell you, to the twenty four women, I'm assuming, and I'm praying that they're all women, because if it was a man in there, shorty is that man going on the registry. This the mom is going on the registry for sure. Well, they already said that the cops were um, looking for the people that came in to get. Oh the, yeah, that um, client list is done. Yeah, and I, but I'm saying on that client list, I hope it's all women because if it's a dude, you know, the women might not go on the registry. I think they should. Yeah, because yeah, if women it was definitely get bailed out from their predatory behavior. Yeah, imagine a four year old spreading wax on your coochie, and y'all think it's all cool. All right, next topic. Um, let's recap last podcast. I got the text. They want to know: Have you walked back Bruno Mars' amazing performance of the Super Bowl? No, I, I, oh, I, I, I think it was really, really good. Now, I, I will say this: I will say this. I, I, I did, I did um, combine some of Bruno Mars with um, Beyonce with um, his concert. I will say that. Thank you. All right, I, did, I will say, it. but I think Bruno Mars is a Super Bowl performer. Right, maybe not that performance per se, but as a performer, I still think he's top five. Still think he's top five. <laughs> no, like you know, I mean, I, I get some of the people arguments, right? Like people like yo, Lady Gaga, Beyonce's better than Lady. Okay, I give you that. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Some people want to say MJ was number one. I still think it's Prince. I think MJ was really, really good. You know, but I definitely still think that Prince is number one. I like the inarguables is Michael, Michael Jackson, and Prince, and Prince, right? And then I think after that, I think it's it's argue worthy. Y'all get too vested. I really don't be that vested. I'm creating content. Nope, I was vested. I was hot. <laughs> yeah, y'all DM. And you, let me tell you something. I told y'all this. Stop texting me about Mike. Please put it in the comments because y'all hit me up and complain about Mike takes, and I'm like, yo, this would be real good. Yo, yo, put it, put it in the comments. I I do not mind. Like everybody's correcting me that uh, Club Shay Shay is not four months old; it's four years old. Uh, you guys are absolutely right. That's not what that wasn't what I was saying, but that's what I said. So because four years ago y'all wasn't watching Club Shay Shay, y'all yeah, was and y'all just, started four months ago. He just signed he just signed a deal last year with um Colin with Colin with the Colin Network volume. Yeah, so Come you know, us. so what I was talking about, yeah, please. But what I was talking about was um you know like it is his ascension in the last four months, right? Because yeah. nobody was really watching 
Club Shay Shay, you know, shit, a year ago. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, honestly, even when he left um, Fox Sports, it, it really wasn't blowing up, which is mm-hmm. why he actually signed with the volume. So, um, him and Mike Epps pieced it up. Yeah, at smart l- on Shannon part. I'm gonna put it like this. Well, smart on Shannon part being in Mike Epps' hometown. Facts, but uh. <laughs> smart on Mike Elps part because Shannon's a huge guy. Oh, fact. So, so <laughs> they were going to run across each other, and they're both y'all in y'all fifties, man. Like, bro, y'all too old for that. That's your generation, man. but yeah, it is. That and is, that, Mace, that is, that is him def- and Mace beefing. Him, you know, that's your generation. Hard wars, and we about to go to Eddie Griffin next. Yeah, that's all. You yeah. speak up for your generation. What's wrong with y'all, man? Y'all all right? Dude, we grew up in <laughs> gangster rap era, man. Like that's that's the problem. And sometimes, I will say, like as a older guy. I still feel like I'm 25, right? Mm. Like not like physically feel, because like you know, mm-hmm. that, I didn't see you play basketball. Before. Yeah, yeah. And then the next day, I'm <laughs> crying, gone, <laughs> crying. Hey man, we can't go out this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yo, can we hoop the day after the club? Yeah, Mike? exactly. But like, but I do think that. But I, as a guy, though, right? Like I don't feel like I'm any less sharp than I was when I was 25. And I think mm-hmm. you know, as men, you really have to age gracefully because. You know, you you do be wanting to like buck up or say something, and then you be like, "Man, question, uh, I'm old." Why are y'all playing? And I, cause y'all don't play like this. And I understand people get hurt. I understand people die. I understand people uh, disappear. Let me just put it like that. Yeah. Why y'all keep playing with each other's sexuality? Because Mike Epps did it, and Mike Epps really wasn't that bad. It was just a joke. Yeah. But then uh, Corey Holcomb comes out, um, and then. Now Eddie Griffin, they they making a point to talk about Shannon being gay, yeah. Um, and it's clearly is bothering Shannon, um, because <laughs> well, I, I think that's why people are doing it, right? Because yeah, but why? Because y'all don't play like that. I don't. I don't understand the whole. I don't. I don't understand the whole like calling men calling men gay as an insult, mm-hmm. right? I get why women do it, right? Because they mm-hmm. they they want to just you know demean whatever the hell you're saying in that moment. Um, but as guys, I don't know why men do it because I'll be honest, man, for the most part, Gen X don't really care anymore. No, nah, they don't. Older kids, they definitely No, no, don't. I'm saying I'm saying my generation. Oh, like generation. the older guys, like huh. the, our, <laughs> our parents care, but most guys at my age, you know, look, no, nah, I I'm not I'm not about to say that me and my age are allies. <laughs> right? I'm not about to say that. We're not allies. But what I am saying is like it's not something where they're like, yo, it bothers me, yeah. you know, to 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 that degree. So I, I I wonder, I am wondering. What has Shannon did when he's out in these clubs 10 years ago that has all these guys pissed off? I'm wondering, is there more <laughs> to the story? I don't know. Maybe. That is a great point. Like because, because, because these are all comedians, and I know that these guys, like, we, we like to think that it's like a thousand comedians. It's really not. It's really like a hundred. Yeah. You know, all together. Mm-hmm. So all these guys know one another, right? And they all came in like, boom, right here. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, what has transpired? I don't, I don't, I don't even think it's Shannon's sexuality. I think, I think it's something else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also with this age gap thing, stop DMing me, telling me that you agree with me. Put it in the comments. Yeah, because Mike, because Mike, he want to hear y'all topics. And we did run our poll. Seventy percent said it's control. Yeah, I still disagree. It's not control. Look, man, hey, it's not control. And shout out to the dude who tried to argue with me uh, and then told me half of the study, and I found the damn study and read him the next sentence in his study. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta stop that too. (laughs) If you're gonna tell me a study, send it to me. If not, because when I search for it, I'm going to look at it. And I, I, you know, got him up out of there. Um, another thing about last week. 
the Monique thing keeps unfolding yeah. and unfolding. Um, we talked about Monique. We talked about her son. Did a couple of interviews. Now Monique has a host. She's you know she's on tour with Cat Williams. Yeah, and um, they were at some theater, and she was coming in, basically saying, "Yo, f my son. He ain't shit. I did all this shit for him." You know what I'm saying? And she's talking about how people are now coming up to her. I'm telling you, I ain't. Monique swear everybody. Monique is the only celebrity where you can go up to it and have a full conversation <laughs> with her. All the other celebrities is like, yo, back up. Yeah, but yeah, Monique, yeah, yeah. you seem to get to her face, especially yeah. if you're an old black woman. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, man. I think it's weird. I, I think the whole shit is weird. So... I am I am definitely of the generation where it's like, yo, you respect your elders. Yes. So I, I don't know if that's a thing anymore in today's society. Nah, it's definitely not. So my generation got it. They did away with that. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't. So I don't have any problems with what her son said, per se. Mm-hmm. I'd say that I don't think I would have did that to my parents. Right mm. now, the inverse of that is what Monique. Went on stage and she was like the old lady came up to me and was just like, "Yo, I got a son that that treats me the same way." And you know, forget those dudes. I also would say I don't see my parents doing that, right? Oh, fact. So, so it's one of those things where I think I think one of the things that we miss a lot of times is when you grow up as a single mom or a single father, or you grow up as a single child to a single mom or a single father, that there's a part that you end up missing. As an adult mm-hmm. And I, I don't think Most people recognize that Right Because I think Most people get to adulthood And they look And they be like Yo I got 10 fingers 10 toes I'm at adult height The adult weight I have an adult job I'm an adult mm-hmm. And I think That's what's going on here I, I think Monique Grew up in Baltimore She grew up with A lot of not having A lot of lack mm-hmm. um, I think you know, one of my friends called me and she was like, she said something that made so much sense to me. She was like, Mike, when she talked about like how she's struggling in school, she was like, perhaps Monique isn't the strongest student and she's not understanding what she's signing. Mm. And I was just like, man, I, I haven't even considered that. Right. She definitely. I mean, she started off with Shannon saying I was in the slow classes. You know. Yeah. So, you know, you know, so a lot of this might be. She is being taken advantage of, and people know that she's being taken advantage of. Now, look, Monique, you got to go get you know a better lawyer, yeah. right? Or you got to go get better management well, to handle stuff that needs to be handled. That's daddy, or whatever she called him. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I, I I did find her her going on the stage in her good fifties talking about her son. I thought that that was beneath her. Mm. I thought that was beneath her. Yeah, because I, I do everything I can to like Monique. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, again, when we look at like the Monique and the Bazinos, I think it's the when you're led by your emotions, mm. and a lot of us are, right? And it's something that you, we got to try to correct and we tr- we got to try to do better. But when you're led by your emotions, I think that you always have these instances that end up being something that when you look back at it, because most of the time you ain't got to look back at yourself. All right. That Monique saying that on camera, people recording it, she got to look back on that. Benzino. You know, saying this on Nori, he got to look back at that. The only way that you you won't look back on it and understand it is if you just become delusional. Yeah, and you know what? One thing I would say, Monique says she don't rock with her mom. She don't rock with her siblings. She don't rock with her cousins. Yeah. And she don't rock with her son. So everybody's the problem, right? 
That's what I was getting to. <laughs> like, like, everybody is the problem. So how how do we get how do we get her to understand that the commonality between all these situations, right, mm-hmm. is you. And I think one thing that Monique got to start looking at is maybe, you know, there was this false narrative put on you that you hard to work with. But you know what? Sometimes your actions make people say, hey, I just want to stay away from that. I don't have time. Yeah. You're not worth the reward. Yeah. The ROI is not high enough for me in this situation. Yep. Um, I am here to say the acts a black dad or ask a dad segment however y'all want to address it up we do not give a damn it is now live you can email us at blackdadsclub at gmail.com we do have a phone number hold on i'm gonna give it out here not that y'all gonna remember it we got a phone number yeah man and i made sure so this will happen you'll call in or you'll shoot an email you'll put in the tagline ask a dad you'll put your question there please put if you want your name give it if you don't want your name just put anonymous it don't matter i'm not gonna you know, and on the um the voicemail, if you want to leave a voicemail, you can as well. Now, with this voicemail, I'm gonna go ahead and be very clear with you niggas. I'm gonna screen it before we, we do it. Because y'all not finna come on here and do nothing flagrant and uh make us lose sponsors. So with that, but we do have it. Um it is available. Our phone number, it you know what? I'm gonna make a flyer and put it out because y'all don't give a damn. Um but yeah, man, I'm super excited. Y'all been asking. I know a lot of people, and we got an eight oh three number. I had to. Um <laughs> But a lot of y'all been asking Shout out to y'all that DM us y'all questions Especially our favorite teacher Her short ass Um, But she hit me up um, Also a dude was trying to take her out But he want to take pictures of her Y'all better be careful I seen a photographer online on Twitter Bragging about how um, His new rule is that your man can't come to your photo shoot And I said I wanted to comment so bad But I lost You know how you refresh on Twitter it's It's gone I wanted to comment how problematic that was So bad Yes Um Y'all ladies be careful Fellas y'all be careful too But I'm gonna speak to the ladies right quick Y'all be careful about uh, these photographers out here Who requiring that your man cannot Or whenever they tell you somebody can't come to a photo shoot with you That's a red flag by the way Y'all just should just abort Find your new photographer and keep it moving um, I'm gonna just leave it at that That's your neck of the world but that sounds reasonable Yeah when somebody tell you you can't bring support Yeah It's kind of like alright what are we doing here man Damn, even a therapist to let you bring somebody. Um, we got a we got a, a post that we got to read because this is going it's it's running around on the internet. And let's get some feedback from Mike. Um, the post is, whoo, it's kind of long. Y'all bear with me, but I'm a, I'm gonna go through it pretty quickly. So my wife was pregnant back in uh, January 2023. She had a miscarriage in February 2023. Unfortunately, in April 2023, damn, this is a shitty ass 2023 for this guy. Um, <laughs> I found out she's been cheating on me since November of 2022. I found out because the dude girl hit me up on Facebook with all the proof from down to text messages, videos, and pictures. My wife had no choice but to come clean. The first thing the girl asked my wife was if she was pregnant by her man. My wife said no, she was pregnant by me, but the lady asked, why did you text him that you were pregnant? <laughs> Bitch, you know why. Um, her response was that so I could stop messaging him. I'm no dummy. This girl was messing with both of us at the same time. Yep. I just wanted to walk away and leave this woman. She begged for me to stay and to forgive her. Nope. I did stay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is the man who just said that, you know, cheating don't really bother him or whatever you said. Yeah, no, no, cheating doesn't. But when you're getting pregnant, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You 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 beyond like you went to the disrespectful part yeah, of yeah. cheating. Now. You let him come in. You yeah, come yeah. Doing your ovulation wonder. Yo, you gotta catch that. And you coming home to me? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, yo, man, he gotta treat you like a toaster strudel, man. <laughs> like, uh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Coming in your girl, coming on your girl. Is she cheating? What you prefer? <laughs> I'm not answering that. Neither. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Leave my girl alone But If you do get my girl Yo let me know And then I'm gonna hand off to you bro I, I am gonna hand, and, and yes I just said that Like yo I, But I'm talking about In a marriage Like yo Things aren't working But like in a regular relationship Man like no man If you if you, if you have like Poor pussy management Like nah That ain't That ain't for me Not as my girlfriend You could be You can hit the, You could be on the squad You can be on the squad Cause I mean like Dude when you have a roster Like yo The roster's the roster But you know You tell me like Yo You about to be number one like you, you doing this? Yeah, you can't come in my. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you telling you talking like, yo, I, I had a miscarriage. Like you popping up pregnant, bro. All right, keep going, keep going, Sorry. keep going, keep Sorry. going. I get distracted when me and Mike do potty <laughs> because I have questions in my head, and Mike don't allow me to ask him flavoring questions. Yeah, this is me surprising Mike <laughs> on air. Something he don't like. Um, she begged me to stay and to forgive her. I did stay. I do love my wife, and I couldn't mentally get rid of the thoughts of her being and doing. Um. And doing all that she did with the other dude, I felt violated, disgusted. Yeah, of course. Of course, as months went by, I blamed her for cheating. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. There's no... Oh, excuse me. I was blamed for cheating. Oh, he was blamed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that, and that's why you need to leave, like, up front. Up front. Up front. Because there was no uh, accountability on her end. So it's been hard to get over the cheating, especially since I've been faithful the whole time. What a sucker. Um, so today well, no, I was, he did what he's supposed to do. I know. I just, he, he did what he's supposed to do, man. He's, and, and, and again, this is what this is what makes it easy for you to make those kind of decisions. When you're doing everything the right way and somebody just being flagrant, mm. yo, you got to bounce. So today I was cleaning out her car and I found some paperwork under the seat. See, you doing you searching. You yeah, you were, were not cleaning out See, the car. Yeah, you uh, was not. Yeah, you're not, you're not you, you were looking for shit. You was. And when you look in the toilet, you're going to find shit. Look. And I looked at it And it was a paper Of her getting an abortion That's responsible <laughs> It is I so ain't gonna, I ain't gonna Yeah I ain't shout, gonna out, shout out to her But you gotta clean up the evidence When you do dirt cl- Please clean up after yourself why, um, she, why she get an abortion Why she ain't take the abortion pill It's 2022 uh, How pregnant was she Enough that this it, other dude Girl knew Yeah cause she was like November 2022nd They been cheating since Like yeah. Bro, no, they been cheating before then because that that's more than six weeks. Let's see, November, December, January. Oh, yeah, she he was out pregnant. February four. Like that means she got pregnant like up front. Yes, yeah, it was because I mean time. you take the abortion pill up to what twenty weeks, nineteen weeks. I don't know. Some states you can go further than that. Yeah, like so why why she what she had a whole what, kid what in paperwork there. he he why is he getting paperwork. Cause it's a whole kid in there Ooh. It's not a fetus no more Yeah brother, you gotta leave. Yeah, bro, you gotta oh, leave. There, there was keep, a yeah, keep going. Look, yeah. not even that. There was a card from the dude expressing how sorry he was And that if things were different They could have had the baby That nigga was lying to your girl to get that abortion Yeah he was That means my wife knew it was his No Mm. shit yeah, I haven't confronted my. I hate to suck ass. I haven't nigga, confronted bro. my wife yet, Bruh, I haven't confronted my wife wife yet, but I don't think I can say in this marriage, stay in this marriage, knowing how irresponsible <laughs> and messy she was. I'm throwing in the messy. Yeah, and allow herself to get pregnant by this dude, and then lied to me about having a miscarriage, pretending it was my child. Any, I think it's time for me to divorce. Any advice? Yeah, get well, divorced. Shout out to I have <laughs> a more experienced black dad than me yeah. beside me. This is Pastor Mike Will, and the floor is yours. Yeah, no, get divorced. 
Get divorced. She's too messy. She's too messy. She's irresponsible. You know, and she like like she's a gaslighter, right? To sit here and be like, "Yo, I'm pregnant," and then I had a miscarriage. Like, mm. come on, man. Like, that, no, none of these behaviors are going to get better. Like, get out of that marriage now. And but this be the problem, man. We don't, we don't. Yeah, we don't. Well, I mean, we don't properly vet women, and we live in such a cut culture now, right? You know, with you know men just being able to accept anything. And I know, I know, everybody's looking at the first half of this pop. I was like, "Yo, it's a hundred reasons to cheat." And then I did correct, and was like, "Yo, it's just a few, right?" It doesn't sound like she really had a reason to cheat. It really just sounds like she just has, you know, poor pussy management. Mike, you got to tell the truth. Yeah. No, no, you're not telling me. Yeah, she, she just hey, she. this chick has been cheating on him for the last ten years. Oh, <laughs> she was cheating on him in college. This is we've all seen a girl who's cheating on her man in college. She got ran through, and the nigga always took her back because she cries. She does something special that night in the bedroom, and he just a pussy. And what ends up happening is they get out of college. She continues to cheat, and she marries this nigga, and she continues to cheat. Yeah, that well, is this situation well, okay. to a T. Hey, well, I agree because what I because what I was gonna add is I don't think he's leaving. No, he's not. I don't leaving. think he's leaving, and 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 the problem is like not only is he not leaving, right? But ten years from now, they're gonna have the perfect marriage, right? Because she's gonna be older, tired, tired. That vagina is stretched. Yeah, like, whatever the reason is, right? Mm-hmm. And they're gonna position their marriage as if it was a perfect marriage. Facts. And I have problems with that because Mike hates that. I, I do because like yo, if you're not gonna be honest, right? Facts. And if you are, if you're the type of man that you're that you're able to take cuckold behavior. Right. Mm-hmm. Do not position yourself as a masculine man. Right. And mm. I'm not saying that cucks aren't masculine. I'm just saying that masculine men aren't cucks. Right. <laughs> Two completely different things that I'm saying right now. Shout out to all the cucks, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, I have nothing against the cucks, bro. The cucks, the cucks do what the cucks do. Right. But this guy right here, that that, that part, what I was going to add is he is humiliating himself. Right, because I don't even think he blocked his name out. Like I nah. think he posted it. So uh, <laughs> it is. So no, no, no. The one that we reading, it was a repost. The original person they did keep the name. Okay, they keep the name yeah. out, right? And it's yeah. like you're not going to leave. And if you're not going to leave, why are you trying to expose her? Why are you trying to embarrass her? Right? Because you embarrass yourself. Yeah, you're embarrassing yourself, and you're not going to go anywhere. So if you're that type of man, bro, don't even post it. Don't even talk about it. But you do have to understand it. Like, yo, at the end of the day, you got a woman that's not going to be faithful to you. Facts. And that ain't your girl. You share that girl. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's get to the sports segment. One of my favorite parts of the show. Hold on. Is it time to cancel the NBA All-Star? No, absolutely not. That's a moneymaker, man. Like, I, no. For I, how long will it be? Dude, I, that was our sex workers have had to go from Super Bowl <laughs> To NBA All Star to the Grammys, like they did not go to Indy. <laughs> they went to Indy, bro. One of my wife' favorite lines is "Hoes don't get cold, but it get cold up there." Nah, they gotta make money, bro. They gotta make money, man. They got they they have they had to finish this off in February so they can take off until Ibiza. So <sighs> no, you cannot cancel the NBA All Star weekend. It does too much for the local economy, bro. That was horrible. Two hundred and eleven points in the All Star game. That was the. I don't know if that was the worst dunk contest I've seen, but dunk, it's definitely top five. Yeah, the dunk contest is crappy. We could do away with that. You know, I mean, they, they can make it more interesting, man. Look, now, I, um, I'm asking, though. I'm let let the me. let the women team play the men team. In a dunk contest? No, no. Oh, in basketball. Nobody. Y'all ain't going to watch that. I man, yes, you would. Dudes would nope. absolutely watch it. They would. Oh, and that, excuse me. When I'm saying teams, I'm not talking about, like, full NBA. Like, three, like three on three. Nobody's watching no, it. Dude, I would absolutely watch it. If you if you gave me if you gave me the three NBA uh celebrity women, right? And I could and I could pick them against. Like let us pick. 
like the three dudes from the Rising Stars, not All Stars, not NBA players. Nope. <laughs> like, not, not, like, but the Rising Star because, because it like it, it would be interesting because like yo, I don't really know these Rising Stars, right? I don't really know who the ladies are, but if they if they played a three on three together and it was actually competitive, I'd be it's like, it's not going to be competitive. You're going to have Wimbiana down there. In no, Brandon, not, not Wimbiana. That's like, a rising star. No, you got it. Like you got to use get, the guys that nobody knows. You're gonna get nobody is even. Here's the thing: the reason why the dunk contest ain't interesting because you have a G leaguer winning it. Nobody's watching it for but him. But is still in the G League? Yeah, he, they sent his ass right back to the G League. He cannot hoop. And then, you know, you're not going to watch him versus Brittany Griner. You're just not. I would definitely, I would watch, I would watch Pachanga versus Brittany Griner. I would no, watch it. You don't watch neither leagues anyway. I, I don't. But if so you, I know if you, you ain't gonna watch them no, together. no. If you put Machong versus uh, Brittany Griner on one on one, I'm watching it. I'm tuning in for that, bro. No, nope, I'm telling I'm you right in, now. I'm tuning in because because here's the thing. I would I would think that even though Brittany is a better basketball player in women's basketball than Machong is in men's basketball, I think Machong would beat her 11 eight. Exactly why you're not gonna watch it because you already it. know what's gonna happen. I'm watching it though because because it might be 11 two. Or you know it might be, or it might be eleven ten, and you like, bro, you can't play at all. Um, I don't I, know. Well, we know he can't. And then, <laughs> and then I think it's a slap in the face to the girls if you are gonna make them play against dudes who not even good enough to play in the league. That's why they never gonna do it. Now I do. Oh, think, I mean, I, I can see your point there, but I just, I, I think the other way around. Like these guys, are, like NBA players, are just too good, right? So you, like, you can't, you can't put them versus anybody outside of other NBA players. Exactly why they ain't gonna never do it. Now, yeah, I but do if you believe, take, but if you take the Machong versus like the top, I, I don't know. Watching that shit, I'm telling. But Sabrina I believe, almost beat Steph in the three point. I think they should start doing more of that. So I believe that's you know one thing that I do believe. Like that was good shooting. Like the three point contest, I do want has, her to use a regular size basketball though, and I know it's gonna mess up the whole she, motion. Did, did she like, use the women's? ball? She used the women's ball. Like I, I really want to see. Like I want to see. Like everything's the same. Y'all go at it because I, I respect the nah, fact. That she, I would. No, nah, uh, I would let her shoot the, her women's ball. I want. I, 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 I want to see. I mean, if it's like eleven to thirty, then obviously yeah, go back to the women's ball. But I mean, I want to see because I respect her for saying like, no, nah, I'm not gonna shoot from the WNBA line. I'm yeah, gonna I'm shoot, shoot from. And she and she and she crushed it. Yeah, Big she did. Her for that. Um, I wouldn't use a different ball because, yo, have you ever played basketball with a youth ball? That I, shit is horrible. I, yeah, it's, I mean, it's I, a big I play with a women's ball, and it's, it, it it's is horrible. Yeah, so I wouldn't. Yeah. We would never say, "Yo, let Steph play with a women's ball and shoot it." So I wouldn't tell her to say, "Hey, let's let you shoot with a a dude's ball." Now nah, I'm, I'm let y'all yeah. do it because it because you know the weight of the ball and it's just yo yeah, yeah, you practicing a step back. Now I thought that was good and the three point contest is never going to go down. I think that's just one of the things where the dudes is like, yo, we like it. We've seen who the best shooter. It is what it is. That has never dipped. No, but this dunk contest, y'all can get rid of that. Y'all can get rid of the celebrity game. I think is dope. I do think. I think it's good All Star Weekend material. I don't think it's good TV. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good All Star Weekend material. Chris Brown was whining at the end of it. You know what? That, but that's messed up that they invited Chris and then uninvited Chris. And I get it, right? Sponsors at the end of the day, your advertisers get the rule. Mm-hmm. But at some point, right? If 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 everything with Rihanna is okay, then at some point we got to be like, yo, like, how long y'all gonna hold us against Chris Brown? Um. I know we like to think that Rihanna is the only chick. There's other stories about Chris Brown that's out there. They float around on the internet all the time. Okay, I, well, I don't, I don't, I don't follow that's the like thing, that. Because the girl's not as popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because there's no police report. But these girls have came out. Karuchi's even came out. 
and talked about Chris. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> Chris, you can't mess with Karuchi, bro. Yeah, but I mean, and I, and I think that that, and I'm not here to see say that Chris Brown is abusive. I'm just saying what what I am saying is there's more than one story about Chris Brown, whether that's verbal, whether that's um, they run from him, and you know, and you know, well, then they should they should not have invited him. Well, I think people know. Here's a couple things. You can't uh, you can't invite the dude I'm, in and be like I'm I'm a hundred percent with you. I think yeah. it's jacked up because here's one thing we know. Chris Brown can hoop. Yeah. Whenever y'all do these little celebrity things, I know we like to think Gucci can hoop because we know he'll kill it and nobody don't want to guard him. Cool. <laughs> I know we like to think Quavo can hoop. That's cool. Whatever. Quavo's um, an athlete. He you know I think we, he was state champion football, actually. Yeah, he was good. I mean, we know 2 Chainz got a basketball scholarship. We know the game got a basketball scholarship. So we know these guys can hoop. All of them say Chris Brown is the truth in hooping. Um, And so I think we do get to this thing of they they want Chris Brown there. He is a draw. You know he going to take it serious. You know he going to hoop. You know that the Indiana sex workers will show up that day. (laughs) Um, Hey, no, I'm sorry, man. But I'm with you. Yeah, like, look. Stop playing with him. Either Dana White, Chris Brown. That's all I'm saying. Dana White, Chris facts. Brown. Either accept him or don't. Because Chris Brown don't bother nobody. Yeah. That's the one thing I will give him. Whatever happens in his private life, either it don't leak out and y'all can't use it against him or he don't bother people. So let's be fair. Um, Dr. Will, I am here. Dr. Will was uh, working on Korean yesterday. And he said he's finally ready to talk about the Super Bowl. He's <laughs> no longer hurt. I am uh, here to ask you on behalf of Dr. Will um, and all 49er fans alike. Why y'all fired that man? Uh, look like they're trying to go after um, Belichick. If, if they hire Belichick, then I get it. If they don't hire Belichick, he was definitely 100 percent scapegoated. 100 percent scapegoated <sighs> because because Kyle Shanahan screwed that Super Bowl up. Like like I don't. I don't even want to get pissed off today. I don't even want to get pissed off. Like this, this, this shit was on Kyle Shanahan. This shit had nothing to do. If you if if this dude held as y'all like to always say the greatest quarterback of all time to yes. nineteen points, yeah, he he was fine. He didn't he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, this was on Kyle Shanahan ass. Let me ask you this, um, dude. And I did not mean that. Like I forget you can't man. say that word no more. I did not mean that like that. Yo, use that term, man. Like y'all got to relax. We know what y'all mean. like. <laughs> Mike scared of y'all canceling him, and I have to speak on behalf of letting Mike know you good. They ain't gonna uh, rock with that. Man, um, you know, let me ask you this: it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, ten, it'd be ten years later though, and then somebody oh, and then somebody oh, takes God. that clip, and then they connected to something else, and now you know I I don't I'm not gonna remember what I said ten years ago yeah. about the help of the internet, and like now I'm trying to defend something I never said. Absolutely. So make sure y'all play that clip, <laughs> this whole clip. Um, if. Kyle Shanahan underperforms um, next year. Y'all letting them go? Nah, you can't. You can't fire coaches. And I, and I know that that seems like the the invoke thing to do. But who are you hiring? You know, at the end of the day, the dude is winning. He is going to the playoffs. He just he 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 has to hire somebody that can game manage and coach during the game. Like once he goes off script, he he like he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah. Like I mean, you're gonna fire him and hire who? Right, Belichick. No, no, no. <laughs> I would love Belichick as our defensive coordinator, though. Yeah. Um. Last thing before we get out of here. Kanye West, if I was you, if you see Usher walking towards you fast, you better run the opposite way. Um. I think this is low-key hating. Um, Kanye West is one. He's my favorite artist of all time. I think he's the most important hip-hop artist. Definitely in the last 20 years. 
Maybe yeah. 30. Last 20. Oh, um, hip hop. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think. Last 30 would be a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, maybe. But, but I mean, know. it's 2024. But yeah, last, yeah, 1996, Outkast, yeah. still, they still there. Kanye, still, still no, right Kanye there. is way more important to hip hop than Outkast. No. Are you, you're the only person who give Outkast all this credit. Kanye mm-hmm. is more, he's done more for more careers in hip hop than Outkast tell, ever has. Tell, tell me who was making music in Atlanta before Outkast. It don't matter. Yeah, tell me, tell me what's the mecca of hip hop music right now in the United States? Atlanta, but that ain't got nothing uh, to do with Outkast. That has though. everything to do with Dungeon that, Family, Outkast. Okay, so now you face. now you change it. Nope. Now you adding in Babyface. You adding in. Yeah, I mean, you but, but in, they, you well, people. I mean, they were they were they were on that. Nope. Outkast was signed to them. I'm that's what with, made it pop. We can't allow y'all to keep moving the goalposts. That, you just what, moved the goalposts to include Babyface. No, I said LaFace. LA I said LaFace. And LA Reed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two of the biggest that, artists. You cannot. We who, said who, Outkast. Who, who, pop, who popped LaFace off back then? Babyface and LA oh, Reed. No, they Outkast popped them off, man. That that the sound, the, everything face. that ha- everything that happened in Atlanta. That was that was the whole Dungeon Family crew. Let me tell you this: you can do it all you want. Babyface means more to music than Andre 3000 and Big Boy. That is a fact. That is no argument. You don't we, get ar- music, you don't have yes. R and B music. So, okay. Music, yes. We're not talking about music though. So we're, talking we're talking about, about Atlanta hip hop. We talking, talking about Atlanta so, rap scene. Okay, so let's not include Babyface with Atlanta rap scene. No, no. I was saying that like so, the label. I'm saying I'm like going, what made that label pop. So I'm going back to it, bro. You, you like you do realize that somebody on the label has to make the label pop. Somebody has to generate revenue, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, so, so if there, we, there's an original artist that makes the money that like, okay, boom, now we get paid, right? I'm here to tell you Kanye West has generated more music in hip hop than Outkast has. It's hands it's not even close. No, no, no. His discography is, is amazing. No, no, no. We talk him. But you, you said you said in the last thirty years. Yes. Uh, Andre three uh, Outkast is probably not even in the top five. If we talking about the most important hip hop artists in music. They're not even in the top five in the last 30 years. They're not in the top five. Probably. I don't know. I, I, we we got to we we go through the list. We're going to go through Jay-Z. We're going to talk about Kanye. We're going to talk about Drake. We're going to talk about Lil Wayne's importance before we get to Outkast. No, we're not going to talk about because because We're not going to talk about who? Because Southern rap was not a thing until Outkast Mike, made it a thing. Right? I, they were, hold on. They were Southern rappers, that. right? You, you, had, you had Luke in Miami. You had uh, you had uh, UKG, right? Absolutely. <laughs> you, so, so you had, you had uh, you know, you had... Uh, uh, Memphis, the guys, I, Juicy J, yeah, yeah, but but uh, but no one was really fucking with Southern rap until, until Outkast, absolutely. So 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 you have to give them credit for making rap what it is today. Because now, when you look at rap music, it outside out here. I give you credit here. Outside of Kanye, everything's from the South. No, not even that. No, it's not. A- everything we, we get it confused on how. Let me tell you something. It was New York and L.A. Yeah, the South came in in the late '90s, and it's been running they, everything. They, since. they had they had to break through, right? I, I'm with you there. All right, and, and again, like what was what was the catalyst to break the South through, right? Outcast, I'm Outcast. You that. Okay, okay. So you break you break it through. Yeah, the South comes in. Cool, we got that. You still ain't touching what the hell Kanye West has done in the last thirty years. I mean, sorry. Here's the thing: you could argue that, but you said in the last twenty, I agree. When you said last thirty, I'm like, all right, hold up, Dude. Because, because because again, like. I Do you I get Drake without Kanye? No, you don't. Hell, you don't. Hold on. I mean, I mean, if, I'm about to, if, I'm about to, if, if I'm you about go spider web that shit all the way out, do you no, get no. do you get Drake without Young Money? No, you don't. That's what you're missing. You don't get Drake without Lil Wayne. You do not. Yeah. 
But guess who helped Lil Wayne to be the biggest artist that he can be? Go check Lil Wayne's highest grossing albums. Go look at who's the executive producer. It is Kanye West. You go look at Jay Z best albums. You go look at who's the number one producer. I'm is not that, saying. We, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not saying Kanye's not no, one of the goats. I'm no, not saying I'm that. telling you what he's done for music has. Look, you don't get Pharrell performing, outperforming, and Timberland them outperforming without Kanye West. They have all said this. I'm telling you, you. Outcast, this generation don't even know Outcast. They know Kanye. The generation that shaped the one after you, Outcast didn't shape that. Kanye did. I'm telling you, Kanye, and I'm not trying to shit on Outcast, but Kanye. You are a changed. little bit. No, no, no. You I'm are just, a little bit. I'm saying in the last 30. And I I said this in the group chat. I'm done arguing music with Mike. Cause Mike be saying shit and don't be listening to people. Mike don't even listen to rap music. So I can't even argue <laughs> I with listen, this. I listen to Kanye. I, I'm not I'm not a rap fan anymore. Like, but that is true. Back to what I, I was saying. Kanye West, you shitted on Usher's rollout. And as you being my favorite artist of all time, I thought it was nasty work. Um, do you Apple, think that was on purpose? I, I Like, do you think that Kanye would just say, like, yo, I want to drop this on the Super Bowl? Right, which makes sense. Oh, now, so, yes, I do believe that. Do yeah. I believe he was like... I don't think, I don't think, I don't think he thought about uh, I don't Usher. think he believed about Usher. I think he saw Super Bowl. Think, yeah. But sometimes you got to look at it as like, yo, it's another black man who about to come out. You know, when Dr. Dre and them did their Super Bowl, True. nobody was dropping new music off of that. That's True. what made it super cool. Like, True. I don't. I still don't think... Kendra Lamar has dropped since then. Uh, we know everybody else hasn't. I think Mary J. Blige did drop an album, but it it was what it was. Yeah. But the fact of, yo, this is Usher's biggest weekend of his life, and you say, hey, I'm going to drop an album today. <laughs> and then you got the number one spot. Like, it I, just, I thought it was just nasty work. You could have waited a week. I ha- I haven't listened to it yet. He, he, definitely, he definitely could have waited. <laughs> Don't listen to it. Oh, I mean, most of, most of Kanye albums after his first three or four, I have to re-listen, and then I like it the second go round. So this motherfucker gonna talk about some outcasts in the last thirty. Man, no, I mean, you talk, you said here. most influential, like dude, like Atlanta is the epicenter of music right now. I said most important, and he's definitely more influential than fucking Andre and in, in uh, I mean, no, I mean, no, look, uh, Kanye's a bigger artist. I'm not saying that, but but you know, again, when you when we when we speak to like yo. What made things pop? I think sometimes we look at our predecessors, the trailblazers, and we're like, because they're not the biggest, that this happens without them, right? I don't know if Atlanta become the epicenter of music if Outkast doesn't pop. I'm telling you, they do not. <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? So, so, so when we look at it, it's like, all right, I get it, right? I ain't saying that he's, I'm not saying Outkast is the four lane interstate, right? But mm-hmm. that trail, though, like the trail that you was able to follow, that was them. So, so yeah. that that's all I'm saying, right? If you'd say like, "Yo, who's the bigger artist?" I mean, it's Kanye. Like, literally, you could ask who's the biggest artist between Kanye and probably a hundred people, right? And mm-hmm. you're gonna say Kanye probably ninety five times, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I'm not diminishing him, but I, I do think that you young kids are a little disrespectful about the people that has trailed <laughs> trailblaze before you. That man changed a whole genre of hip hop. As far as production goes. And he was not the first, but he popularized it. Production changed after Kanye West. Kanye's a goat. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not taking that from him. I'm just saying y'all young, y'all young kids a little disrespectful. I gotta get out of here, bro. The fact that he did the blueprint and just Blaze had to go in on the second half to compete, <laughs> that lets you know everything. Kanye, Kanye's the goat, man. I love Kanye production. I wish I would honestly that's what I wish Kanye would do right now. Like, cause his the stuff that he's doing, I'm not eh. Um I, I say, wish he make I wish he would produce some some big people stuff. Um, last thing before we gotta have to just say this about Kanye West. Uh if you look at Kanye West's discography, I think he left that black woman. 
<laughs> it was a lack of classics that came. I'm gonna just say that. That's my guy. But I looked at that discography and I looked at all the uh, all the great I looked at all the albums and I said, Black woman, black woman, black woman, black woman. He, he ambiguous, should, ambiguous. <laughs> Kim, Kim. You he, know. he should probably get back with his his first girl. You should. He probably should. Alexis Williams, wherever you at, sister. Um, with that, uh, you got anything planned this weekend? Nah, not that I can think of. Not off the top of my head. I ain't man. I ain't doing that. What you do for Valentine's Day? Uh you go out? No, nah, it's a regular day for me, bro. Kiss somebody? Nah, it's a regular day for me. I think man. I finally got my wife in the position to say understand that Valentine's Day. Well, I did not know where he was about to go and he said he got his wife in the position. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know where this Come on, man. You know my girl shot, man. <laughs> she not, don't even talk much. I did not know where he was about to go. <laughs> Hey, stop asking my wife questions about shit I say on this podcast. Damn it. I be lying on here. We lie on here. Boy, that made me sweat. I was like, what is, what is, what is he on, about man. to do? Come on, man. Come on. Y'all got to relax. <laughs> anyway, and with that, we're going to holler at y'all next time. Holler at your boy. <laughs>